Hi, this is Natasha Garcia, and this is the Dreamer Survivor's Guide podcast. We will be sharing stories of hope, survival, perseverance, and just living the dream. I hope that something you hear will inspire you to live your dream. Three, two, one. Welcome, y'all. This is the segment of questions with the star maker, Miss Natasha Garcia. Is hey, here. what's up? What's up? What's up? We are so excited to have you. Are you ready to answer some questions? I'm ready to answer some questions. I'm telling you, the phones have been ringing, the inboxes are coming in. Yes. People got questions, and I yes. got answers. They got some questions. Yes. For you. So let's go. Let's go. Let's All right. go. Well, they sent in some questions, so we're going to start with the first one. The first one, someone said. As a creative, how do you keep going when everything in you wants to quit? How do you do it? Uh, that's really tough. Yeah. That's really tough. I think just in the the times that we're in right now, specifically with a mm. strike and not knowing like when it's going to stop and right. what you're going to do, like people are getting jobs. People out here yes. Ubering, lifting, doing they got to do. But I think at the end of the day, you just have to know like, um, this is what I was born to do. Mm-hmm. And when you know that this is what I'm born to do, I may be delayed, but I won't be denied. You know, yes. I have to trust that I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, I may bend, but I won't break. If I got to get a job, I get a job. If I got to right. make money, I'll make money. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be a creative. I'm going to live my life the way God wants me to live it, why I was created to live, and I'm not going to quit. And I think the biggest thing for me, I think, and I'm not telling anybody to go out and have no children, okay? But being a single parent for me really taught me how to fight when there was nothing left. Because at the end of the day, when you have a child looking at you to eat, and you have a child looking at you like, where are we going to live? You get up and do what you got to do because you got to do it. And I remember, yeah, I remember times when I was like, there was no money or the the lights were off or, you know, I didn't feel good or I lost my job. Like I couldn't look at my son and say, you know, I'm sorry, mommy can't do nothing. You got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. And so to this day, Brandon will always say, mom, you superwoman, you can get it done. What can't you do? So for those single parents out there that maybe, you know, belly aching right now, like I'm a single parent, I don't have any help or whatever. Sometimes God allows you to go through certain things Mm -hmm. to build things in you that you don't even know you're going to need later. And then later in life, you're like, like, oh, yeah, like, wait a minute. Right, right. So now when everybody's scrambling and stuck, Mm. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to keep thinking like, I got to do what I got to do. And this is the fire time, like, because it's the strike. Like, this is the perfect time to train. Like, this people is the... think, just sit on your butt right now. No, <laughs> like, go out there and train. Go you got to train and level up. Yeah. I feel like when COVID happened, mm-hmm. like, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. people were, like, yeah, I remember even at over. AGI, we had a new girl that came in to be our admin and she lived in, I think, at New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, she was only here a couple of months. And the strike happened. And in order to get unemployment, she had to go back to where she lived because her other oh. jobs were in New Mexico. Okay. So she left. And, you know, we're all thinking, oh, this isn't going to last long. We'll be, you know, a month or two. Man, yes. this thing, it felt like the world was coming to an end. Yes. And what I kept telling my clients is train. Yeah. Get in class. We went online quickly. We went online quickly. Like, okay. We're going to go online. We're not going to stop training because when this thing opens back up, 
playing. It's going to be jobs. <laughs> right. So when that happened and it, and, the, and everything was over, like especially for, for colored folks, African-American yes. people, like it opened up, the floodgates opened up, and they still, I mean, now everything's not that way, but who knows what this next season's going to bring. So a lot of times when, when it's dark, and um, when it's scarcity and it's a recession and all of those things, people think that I'm supposed to pull back. Mm-hmm. But the winners move forward. They keep going. They, keep going. Right. they start finding the holes. Okay, okay, this is a good time to buy some property. Okay, this is a good time to do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, wait a minute, how did you? Oh, yeah, when everybody was holding, yep. I Chilling. was working. Yep. Yeah, so get your butt in a class. Get some training going, because when the strike is over, it's going to be on and popping. And another challenge, so, like, for me, my parents, they've always been very supportive about me doing the arts. And they say, if this is what you like to do, then do it. Yes. But sometimes there are people out there who are looking for validation from their parents, and they're not supporting it. So what do you do when your parents aren't supporting you in something that you really want to do? You know, that is very hard. Fortunately, my mom has always supported me, so I've never went through it personally, but owning a business, I've seen it day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, parents are just afraid that their kids are gonna not have what they need to live. Mm -hmm. And the arts has been one of those things that it's like, you know, you out here, starving artists, you know, you got a talent, but you, you, you can't make money. So a lot of times parents have projected their fears onto their kids because they're like, listen, you got to be able to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and I don't want you to be struggling. Yeah. But I think as a kid, depending on where you are in your age, yeah. like I have one girl who's now a very successful um, actor. Her name is Cara Patterson. Um, her parents didn't really support the arts to the degree that she needed them to when she was growing up because they felt like it was gonna be bad for her Mm. and they wanted her to be educated. But because of me, you know, I was a Christian, we went to the same church, I gave them hope that if if I was in the business then maybe their daughter could be in the business. So they really didn't support it, you know, by sending her to classes and things like that because they didn't have the money to do. But they allowed her, as long as her education was kept up, that she could do some after school kind of things. And now she's a full on actress, like wow. series regular and shows and, you know, don't Broadway worry. and all of that stuff. So I don't really think that your parents you know, can stop what God placed on the inside of you. But when you're young, they do control your schedule. They do. They control your schedule. (laughs) So by doing that, you may not be able to go to classes, but you could get you a little book or something and you can study your monologues in your room. You can do your own videos and show your parents that this Mm -hmm. is something that is really serious to you. And eventually they usually come around. And it sucks because some schools are starting to take out the arts. And I was going to say, like, do some uh, extracurricular stuff, like, at school. Like, I did uh, theater. I did choirs. Like, if I couldn't do outside right, of school, right, right, I'm like, right. at least I'm in the school building. Right, 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 right. But now the schools are starting to take it out. I think that's so unfortunate. But if they are still doing that in your school, please think, consider that. Like You, you know, have to. Out. And they, the schools are taking it out, and they don't realize that arts is not just about being a star. Like, right. I think that my personality and everything that I bring to the table came from being in the arts. Like I'm normally like an introverted extrovert. Like people Same. don't believe that because I'm like, whoa, you know, come in a room. But really I can go somewhere and say nothing. 
because I really am an introverted extrovert. But learning through the arts how to look people in my their eye when I speak with them, how to stand in the room with confidence, how to deal with conflict, how to work well with others has taught me the things that I needed to be successful in life. So I think arts is important. And maybe if you can't do it at your school, maybe there's a, um, a drama department at your church. Yes. If you go to church Nonprofits. or get in the choir right. or community theater or right. whatever it is that you can do if your parents are not willing to pay for it. But trust me, one day you'll turn 18. And when you turn 18, you get to kind of do what you want to do. You now, if you're living in your mama house, then you may not be able to do what you want to do. You're in the house, <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> but if you're not uh, living in your mama's house, yeah. then maybe you can go to college and say, hey, I'll major in the thing that you want me to do, mom. Mm. But I'm going to minor in the arts and what I want to do. So right. don't let that make you feel like, you know, you're not going to be able to be successful in the arts because eventually you're going to get old enough that you can make your own decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I I brought that. That was the second question. Okay. 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 So come on, we got one more. That's it. One more. more. I got to get back in the office. You know, I got to make these dreams come to life. She be working. y'all. Okay. (laughs) All right. The last question they said, what if someone told you you weren't good enough? You know, that's not totally true, but there is a block that you keep hearing their words, which makes you want to quit. That voice is just following you when you uh, walk in the room. I remember uh, Brandon having that happen to him, um, I think, in the 16, 17-year-old age. They didn't say he wasn't good enough, but they implied it, mm-hmm. and he carried that for years, I think almost 10 years. Um, before he actually broke free from those words. What I say is that, you know, we always say, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. But that's not true. I think names hurt even worse sometimes than sticks and bones. The sticks and bones, you know, will will, um, will heal. (laughs) But the words kind of live with you Mm -hmm. forever. And, And, you know, I don't think that anyone should be able to tell anyone that they're not good enough. I think that if you put the work in, right. you can succeed in anything that you want to do. And if somebody's telling you you're not good enough, they may just be a hater. You know, there may be somebody trying to put their stomp the light out in your your life, your life to yeah. keep you quiet. You know, I know the enemy wants us to be quiet, you know, so so you can't listen to that. I, I feel like if you believe in God, you know, and I always say this, listen, you know, I believe in God. So yes, everything I talk I about is going to be wrapped in some type of faith. But, you know, I believe that everything that the devil says is a liar. And all he can do is suggest. He cannot tell the truth because he's a liar. So if somebody says you're not good enough, nine times out of 10, they lying. (laughs) They lying and you need to pop your collar and be like, that may mean that I am good enough. And let me go a little bit further. And it's so funny how some of the people that have been told no in this world have proven people wrong. And then those very same people come back and say, I'm so proud of you. And I'm glad you didn't listen to me. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. So, y- yes, you have to deal with the voice in your head. And sometimes that voice is you. It is. It can be. It's like an imposter syndrome type yes. of thing. Yes. Like I've had that experience. I still have it sometimes because when I was in school, like I wanted to be in the school of art so bad, mm. but I was rejected. Oh. And then like there was other things I tried and got rejected. So I told myself I wasn't good, good enough. enough. And so then when I got into bigger rooms and I was like working for certain people, even here, like at times I'd be like, am I supposed to be here? Like, oh, it's wow. so, like you know, you feel imposter like. 
you're gonna find out I'm a fraud. <laughs> you know, and I'm not. But like you feel like someone's gonna expose you, but it's no exposure. <laughs> like it's you so know, bad. I have a friend, uh, one of my best friends. She makes a lot of money. I won't tell her business, but she, uh, she's in she the millions for sure. And she deals with imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, and that become that's from where she's grew up. You know, she grew up, you know, kind of like in New York and, and I think New York or Maryland and not really with a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes she looks at her life now and she's like, I have so much Am I supposed to have it? Like, right. you know, is somebody going to out me? Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you from the front, you know, yeah, whatever. And she literally has to fight that mm-hmm. all the time. And I feel like, you know, uh, there's a scripture and I'm, you know, always paraphrasing, but, you know, uh, the thorn in the flesh, Craig, what is that? Where does that come from? The thorn in the flesh, that scripture? Um uh, you don't know. I know you're like, I ain't the Bible. Okay. But the thorn in the flesh um, that God allows to be there that buffets you. Right. So that I think that, uh, Tasia, if we as human beings didn't have something mm-hmm. that we were like, you know, we may really just be like how Lucifer was, oh, you know, which, yes. we, you know, we don't want to, but just like, right. I can just go to heaven and knock yes. God out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's always something that we're dealing with. It keeps us humble, but it shouldn't make us quiet. You know what I mean? Yes. So like the pretty person, the beautiful person yes. that everybody looks at on the outside and they're thinking, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. But inside, she doesn't feel that way. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, what? If, you, yeah. if I look like you, yeah. oh my God. Or like somebody who sings really good and they're like, I'm not that good. It's like, if I had your voice, right. you know, so it's like, we all have something that we're, you know, I always talk about, you know, for me, mine's on the outside. I'm always working on trying to lose weight. I'm on some program every other week. Mm-hmm. So God keeps me humble because <laughs> if I had a six pack, ah, ah! <laughs> I like, like, don't give me a big butt because I'll be walking like this. <laughs> okay. Lord knew what he was doing. Okay. God knew who needed to get what and who needed to be pulled back just a little bit. But we can't let that keep us from being great. You know what I mean? And I think that 1% or that 2% or that 3% that really challenges us is where God says, let me come in and fill that place. So now I'm the super on your natural. I don't want you to be supernatural where you don't. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want you to be supernatural where you don't need me. You be your natural and let me put the super on your natural. So don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Be the natural. Be the natural. Super is coming on. Hey, I think we can shout there. (laughs) I think so. I think that's it right there. Come on. Super on your natural. So every area that you feel deficient, leave room for God. Yes. Leave room for God. You can't figure out everything. You cannot figure out everything. (laughs) I can't figure out these braids. And Jesus came. All right, Craig. (laughs) I can't figure out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Give me, give me high five. I don't think I did praise. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Wrapping it up. Please send in your questions yes. in the DM on band if you're a client yeah. you have questions. We're going to come back and do this more often so we can answer your questions, have a little banter, help you make it through these trying times. Listen, God has not 
forsaken any of us. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. It may get tight. It may get tough. We're community. We are here to support you if you need help, especially if you're part of AGI. Let us know. Don't walk around, feel like you're in the dark by yourself. If you're struggling, that's what community is all about. The star maker is here and I'm not here by myself. I got my husband. I got my family. I got my team and we will come together and support you through the tough times. We can do tough things together, right? We don't, we're not supposed to be alone on an island by ourselves. So, um, I'm glad you enjoyed, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, right? And we're going to do more of these. And, um, Tasha, thank you so much for being my co-host with me. Um, is there anything you want to share? Anything you want to say? Um, no, not really. (laughs) I'm a little nervous. But you know what? Be nervous and do it anyway. Right. That's right. right. You did a really good job. I'm very proud of you. you. All right. Until next time, we'll see you. We out. Really, really good chemistry. Was it good? Really, really good. Really, really good. Good. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. We got it done quick. Oh, excuse me. We got it done quick. Oh, yeah. We got to stop it. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we can leave Kara's name in there though, like that. Who? We'll just be giving people's whole names. Oh, she won't care. Well, that's it for today's show. Make sure you are following me on Instagram at I am Natasha Garcia and spread the word to all dreamers alike. We can do hard things together with a little inspiration to carry us through. Until next time, talk to you soon.